Welcome to Inspire on the Go. This season, we are focusing on growing together. It's exciting to know that we can grow in our relationship with Jesus and friendships with one another. Daily, as we abide in Jesus and invite His Word to abide in us, spiritual growth takes place in and through our lives. So what does growing together look like for you in your life and ministry setting? Grab a cup of coffee and join the conversation. Hey, sweet friends, it's Andrea. I hope that your day is off to a great start. I hope that you are enjoying our little four-part series here in the summer called A Summer of Service. I love that we can use our days, we can use our weeks, we can use our summers uh, for purpose. We can have fun times, we can have family times, we can have down times, but we can also have those moments where we're intentional in pursuing uh, the call to share the good news of Jesus Christ, to connect with missions and ministries who are about that. And right now we're in the process of featuring a four-part series on Arkansas Baptist Children and Family Ministries. I hope you had a chance to listen to our conversation with Tanya from our last episode. She gave the big picture of Arkansas Baptist Children and Family Ministries. We know that it is one agency with six divisions. And so over the next couple of weeks, we're going to drill down and look at each of those individual divisions so that you can learn more about them and also know how to connect. And so today we're actually going to do a throwback podcast with Debbie Walker. If you'll remember, we we featured Desired Haven at Inspire 2022, and during that time, uh, Debbie came on the podcast. She shared her incredible story. You're going to love hearing her story again, and then she talked about Desired Haven. So enjoy this episode of Inspire on the Go with Debbie Walker. Hey, sweet friends, it's Andrea. I hope that your day is off to a great start. I am so excited because Inspire Women's Conference is literally right around the corner. My question for you is, are you registered? Are you ready to be inspired? We have so much that we're planning to talk about, so many things, so many new things. And today on the podcast, I'm excited to welcome Debbie Walker. Welcome, Debbie. Thank you, Andrea. And you are going to be joining us at Inspire to talk about yes. the ministry project. Yes. So yes. tell us a little bit about who you are and how you're connected with Desired Haven Advocacy. So I have the privilege of serving as director for Desired Haven Family Care. And um, we, get, we have three family care homes across the state, Jonesboro, Little Rock, and Springdale. But we also have Desired Haven communities across the state where churches can uh, be a part of their community by providing advocates to work with at-risk families within their own community. I just think the need is so great. I know that we have so many families and moms who are in crisis, and our hearts have connected over yeah. that. We're going to talk about that today on the podcast. But as you look across the landscape of the state, what are some needs that you see when it comes to women and families? So a lot of times, Andrea, what I'm hearing from our families is they've never had a type of support system that maybe you or I had from our churches and our families and even our communities. And um, so just having someone to walk alongside them during those difficult moments, during those difficult moments of parenting, even some of our families may be reunifying with their children after a period of separation. And so that that's when we are able to place those families uh, in a home together again, but then have someone walk alongside them as they learn to parent in a different way. And, uh, and just things that you or I, when we were raising our children, uh, we had that support from our community and our churches and but uh, a lot of our, our families don't have that. And so. that leads us to our theme of hope, you know, and that is something that 
our hope is in Christ yes. and our, our hope is found in the fact that we're saved and that we have um, this body of believers, the church, that we get to do life together. And that is really the heartbeat mm-hmm. of Desired Haven Advocacy is to provide and to point these individuals to the hope that is found in right. Christ. Right. And right. for them to know that he is ultimately their yes. Desired Haven. But then also to kind of resource them and to advocate for them so that they can be healthy, you know, that they can really live that full, free, abundant life. And what I want to make sure our listeners know is that Desired Haven Advocacy, and you're going to hear all about that at Inspire Women's Conference, and you're going to hear more about it on this podcast, but it is a division of Arkansas Baptist Children and Family Ministries. So tell us how all that works together. It's really so beautiful when you look at how we are able to provide that wraparound service for our families. Uh, we're made up of um, different different ministries. We have um, we have Living Well Counseling, who offers Christian counseling across the state. We also have Connective Foster Care, where we are able to provide case managers to walk alongside our uh, foster families, and they are able to provide that wraparound support for our foster families so they can continue to do what they're called to do. And, um, and then also we have family care where we pair an advocate uh, with a family, an at-risk family, and they're able to walk alongside that family doing those things that I talked about earlier, just uh, encouraging, working on parenting. Find, we, we work on seven different areas of life skills, and uh, those areas are things that our advocates are communicating and mentoring, being able to help them find what does God's Word say about this area. And so those three ministries tend to overlap at so many areas, but but together they form that wraparound system that so many vulnerable families need. And I love that. In Arkansas Baptist, you need to know that this is an extension of your cooperative program gifts. And not only are we able to give, but we're able to really partner and get involved in um, volunteering and supporting. And so we're excited to get into all of that. But today we're really going to focus on your story, Debbie. It is such a powerful story uh, of hope and transformation. And it really helps us to get the heartbeat of what, you know, God is doing not only in your life, but utilizing your story to help um, encourage others, to equip others, to advocate for others. And so let's jump into your story and then we'll come back at the end and really tie it all together uh, with the ministries. But take us back to, um, you know, where you were born, how you were raised, a little bit about your growing up years. So um, I was raised by a single mom. My uh, parents were divorced and and I can remember even as a young girl, you know, always desiring to have that family. Uh, I wanted both my parents and my siblings to live in the home together. And, and, and that was kind of like something I felt like I was missing, missing. And, um, but then that, that just wasn't my reality. And, uh, later on in my life, uh, I did end up having the family that I thought I always, I always wanted and, um, got saved at the age of 19 and, um, just began to, to build a foundation upon the Lord. Uh, we Years later, we had uh, we ended up with two girls, and years later, I did have that beautiful family. I did end up being able to have husband, wife, children, all in the same home, and I thought, oh, man, I've arrived. You know, this is, this is the life that I've always wanted. This is what I dreamed of as a child. Um, but then at 28, uh, my, my husband passed away, mm-hmm. and that was not a... 
title that I wanted that was not a position. You know, it was like, Lord, this is not, you know, I finally got the family I wanted, and 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 now it, that's changed. And so uh, as a young girl, I did not desire to be uh, from a divorced home. As a young mother, I did not want to be a widow or single mom, none of those labels, but that was my reality. And um, God became so real to me. And it was through my church, through my community, that people just walked alongside me. And there are so many pieces of what we do today that I can go back and I can see those people that he put me, put in my life, um, uh, put me in contact with that uh, were able to just say, hey, you're not alone in this. And, you know, Andrea, I don't know. It's like, how many times do we say, okay, I've taken two steps forward and then maybe it's five steps back. And I, that was the story of my life for a while. And uh, I know a lot of people probably were like, oh, Debbie, when is she going to get this right? But they didn't. They didn't leave me. They, they said, we're going to meet you right where you're at, and we're going to continue to walk this journey with you. And that's what they did. And eventually I was walking again. You know, and I just think about, you know, growing up in that, you know, broken home, um, getting married very early on, yes, uh, yes. having a child very early on, and then establishing those rhythms of relationship with your husband, with your church, yes. you know, and, and finally feeling like you had arrived, yes, right? Just yes. finally feeling like I have it all together. All of my ducks are in a row. I've, the puzzle pieces are in place. And then as life happens, you know, the dream is shattered. Mm -hmm. And I know that that was a challenging season for you. And so take us back. And I, I know that this is so poignant to that day that you found out that your husband had passed yeah. away. Tell us that story. So I remember, um, so at the time I homeschooled. And so uh, we had just fin were finishing up for the year. And my husband was a crop duster. So he had left early that morning. And um I went back to bed, <laughs> and uh, it was it probably around, um, it was getting to where it would be time to get up, but, but still early enough that no one should have been knocking on my door, but I heard a knock at the window, and uh, it was my stepmother saying, I need, your dad needs you to come to the door, so I, I went to the door, and, and when I opened the door, I can remember seeing my pastor standing there with my father and they told me that my husband had passed away and and at that moment I just I can't do this I can't and and uh people came to the house and said oh God's not gonna put any more in. oh but he did right. and yeah. and I think at that point I realized that it was not something that I could do on my own and uh that I needed I needed the Lord. I needed all of him. Yes. I could not just, it wasn't, he wasn't someone I could just keep at arm's length, but I needed, it needed to be personal. I had to, it needed to be real and tangible. And, and, uh, and that day is kind of a blur, but, but just the faces of people, like I said, from my community, from my family, from my, uh, church that were there to to comfort us and to walk alongside us during that time that was huge um but then the next days the next weeks months years uh it's it it wasn't just a one time it, it was a process right. of learning to walk again and, and that's something we talk about when we're ministering to women in crisis or anybody in crisis is there's that initial onset and everybody kind of rallies but the the true advocacy 
happens oh, yeah. over the long haul. Mm-hmm. It is that committed relationship that, that really says in the ups and the downs and the twists and the turns on the good days and the not yeah. so good days. I'm here and you are right. not alone. And so I'm wondering if there is an example from your um, life of a person who did that for yes, you. Yes, yes. Um, I can remember this was probably about a year and a half or so after my husband uh, passed away. And um, I had just survived, just kept going, just trying to keep up my schedule and keep up my and just busy and um, and literally stopped in my tracks one day and 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 when I say literally it's it, it I, I ran into the back of a of a vehicle in front right. of me I'd looked away just for a second and it wasn't a bad accident but it was literally that thing that stopped me to say okay I need something has got to change I can't keep balancing all of this on my own and and I went to my pastor's wife and she so graciously uh, agreed to meet with me every week to study, to study and meditate on scripture. And we would take verse by verse. I remember it's Ephesians 1, and we memorized the whole chapter. And, and every week I knew that I needed to be prepared, that I needed to have some kind of insight from that. And that is when I learned to depend on his word in such a real and tangible, like it became alive to me. I think before I could tell people, even even though I taught in Sundays, you know, things that I would say, it became real to me during that time. And, and so his word came alive and it became that lifeline that I needed to get through each day. And I think that's my heart's desire for each of our moms is that that are, that are in our family care homes that that they would ha- be able to see how real and tangible he will be to them yes. that it's not just words on a page it's not just some far off relationship but that he's he can be right there with them and they can depend on him in such a way that you know they can almost reach out and touch him because he can be that real in their life I love that you know and that's the hope that they need yes that real lasting hope and as we you know I think it's so neat to zoom in on stories and to see specific examples of God's faithfulness but I also think it's really neat to zoom out and to see the big picture and I Mm -hmm. see that both when I look at your story up close and the different details and it's just so inspiring and so you know, hard and so redemptive and and all the different, you know, aspects of your individual walk. But I also see it from zooming out where what you went through, God is now using to encourage another person. And so as we think about kind of that big picture of where you are right now in life, tell us about your current life, your family, and just some of those aspects of God's faithfulness that got you from that young widow to where you are today. I think, you know, just in thinking back, just like I said, I, it's not a story that I would have chosen for myself. You know, I think we can look back and say I would not have chosen to become a widow or I would not have chosen. But, but God used all of that to, to bring me to where I am. To, I would not have the relationship that I have with him. And I still want it to be closer. You know, you still it's, – it's like, it's like once you've experienced that, you – you realize that it, it it's in the sometimes it's in the suffering that that we do grow closer to him yes yes and so um I think right now if I if you were to ask me would you have chosen that you know I but God's sovereign you know like I, right. I may not have necessarily chosen in my in my little my little life 
back being raised by a single mother, I would have said, no, I want this. And and even as a widow and, and a single mom, no, I want this. But now that, like you said, when you can zoom out and look at the big picture, it's like, Lord, you knew what you were, yeah. you know, you, you drew me through that. Right. And, and even though that's not the path I would have chosen, I would not change the relationship yes. that I have with him. And that is so powerful. And friend, as you are listening to this podcast, you may be in that deep water. You may be in that difficult place. You may be in that spot that you're crying out and you're saying, I do not want this to be my story, but yet it is. And here, what Debbie just said, it's the relationship. It is his presence that, that leads us and that guides us and that helps us to get through. And, and he is faithful to bring purpose to the pain and meaning out of the mess and, and to take the, the ashes of our lives and bring beauty to it. And so, um, if you're in that struggle today, just hear from our hearts, love and encouragement and, and just hang on to that big picture that God is working. He is with you and he is for you. Now I want to, our listeners to know that you have two beautiful daughters. And and I was sitting here thinking, oh, I I wanted to share about, I have two beautiful daughters. I have a wonderful son-in-law and I have three of the most precious grandchildren ever. Like I'm telling I, you, that's yeah. important yes. to mention, isn't it? <laughs> I'm so thankful. So thankful for my family and I'm so blessed. And I, I just want to proclaim this over yes. your life in God's creativity. He has not only established, but flourished a family in your life. Yes. And, and then this extended family through Arkansas Baptist oh, yes. Children and Family mm-hmm. Ministry and Desired Haven Advocacy, uh, where you're really able to walk mm-hmm. with these individuals, these ladies, these men and these women who need someone to see them in in the middle of their pain and then to offer that hope so I'm so thankful for you and I'm so thankful for your story I hope that you'll come to inspire because you're going to hear more from Debbie you're going to hear more of her story and you're going to hear more about um, the desired haven advocacy and how you and your church can get involved also we are collecting items uh, for uh, Arkansas Baptist children and family ministries so bring those with you to inspire we're bringing uh, we're asking for Lysol wipes um, dishwashing detergent pods uh, and then laundry detergent pods, because there's a lot of laundry, yes, right? And there's yes. a lot of practical ways that we can fulfill those needs. And so bring those with you and drop them in the collection bins uh, that are that will be located at the entrance. And, and we always kind of wrap up our podcast with this question, and I'm so excited to hear uh, your answer to this. But Debbie, tell us what inspires you. I, I think... What inspires me is when I when I look at our families that are able to reunite and to continue on that path of building a foundation upon Him. Um, this morning, when I was getting ready to come, um, I thought about that picture in Luke seven, where uh, the woman is wiping Jesus' feet with her hair, and mm-hmm. she he was enough like he was enough for whatever circumstance whatever she went through he was enough and and he saw her you know and and i think that's what inspires me is that i want our moms to know that he sees them that they are valuable to him and um and so, yeah, that, that inspires me. That's so inspiring. Yeah. The truth, the reality of that truth applied to each individual life and that we get to be a part of sharing that hope. 
So friends, as we have just a couple of weeks until we uh, have Inspire Women's Conference, please gather your friends, gather your neighbors, gather your group of ladies from church and come and be a part of just sharing our stories of hope. Uh, thank you, Debbie, for joining us. Thank, thank you. you for the ministry of Desired Haven Advocacy. advocacy. Uh, we want to make sure and leave a, a great connection point for our listeners so they can log on to what website to find out how to get involved? Uh, DesiredHaven.org. All right, and yeah. that will be in our show notes, and we will see you at Inspire. Thanks for listening. I hope today's episode helps you embrace the full, free, abundant life that God provides. Don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe to Inspire on the Go. If you would like more encouragement to help you grow in your faith, visit my website at andrealennonministry.org. Come back next time and enjoy another episode of Inspire on the Go. Thank you.